Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. I'm going to call the Toddcast tonight a cup running over. A cup running over. One thing I really enjoy doing as a dad is surprising my kids with gifts. I do. I really like that. I like enjoying my children's delight when I walk in the door, seeing their faces light up. When I walk in the door with donuts, candy, toys, I like that. It makes the dad feel good. And if I have to bribe them in order to get that smile, then so be it. (laughs) But of course, all good parents know that constantly giving surprises to your kids, that's a dangerous game to play. If every time I walk in the door I have surprises for my kids, then they'll cease to be surprises and they'll turn into expectations. If I keep that up, it won't be long before my kids become entitled and spoiled brats and nobody wants that. But that's sad, isn't it? That's sad that I can spoil my kids by blessing them too often. But you know what's even sadder than that? It's sadder that yesterday's blessings don't satisfy us today. True? That's a shame. If I came home from work and little Marcus came up to me all excited and said, Daddy, what did you bring me? Because this happens a lot with Marcus. And I replied by saying to Marcus, yesterday, Marcus, I brought you donuts. Marcus's face would most certainly not go, oh yeah, daddy, those donuts were yummy. I'm so satisfied by yesterday's donuts. That never happens. Instead, his face says, who asked about yesterday? Those donuts are gone, dad. I'm looking for today's donuts. Now, you probably think you know where I'm going with this lesson. It's probably a lesson on contentment, and it kind of is. We should be content with the blessing that God gives us every single day, and we should be content with those things. And that's a great lesson on contentment. It's a great reminder. But that's not really where we're headed tonight. Biblically, I believe we are to expect blessings from God every day. God's word is the one who told us this in Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. Maybe you guys know this verse. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning great is your faithfulness what a powerful verse isn't it yes we are to be content with what god has already given us but we are also to expect new mercies every single day according to the steadfast love of god that's a cool promise every day when we knock on god's door he opens the door for us and he gives us fresh mercies that we can use to follow his son jesus christ in fact, King David is the one who said this phrase in Psalm 23. He said in Psalm 23, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The prophets saw God's fresh mercies each and every day, and King David's cup was so full of God's mercy That his cup was overflowing. So how do we make sense of this? Are we to be content with what God has already given us? Or are we to expect great blessings from God every day of our lives? And the answer is yes. (laughs) Yes to both. No, it's true that God does not promise to shower earthly blessings and fleshly desires upon us every single day. That is not God's promise. That, That false doctrine is out there in our world today. That God just basically gives you anything you want in this world. That's not true. But he does, take to, he does promise to take care of all of our needs, doesn't he? And he does promise to shower spiritual blessings upon us every single day. 
And his goal for doing this is that we both learn earthly contentment and that the cup of our soul overflows with his spiritual blessings. The question is, is why? Why does God do that? He does love us. Absolutely. That is the reason. That is the bottom line. The reason we need contentment is that we learn to be satisfied in both the seasons of feast, like tonight, and the seasons of famine. Paul in Philippians 4 said this, he said, not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I have learned how to be brought low, and I have learned how to abound. In every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now that verse, that 413 verse, takes on a really powerful context when you understand what he meant by saying that he's learned how to be content in, with nothing. That's amazing. Paul learned how to be happy on the mountains of God's earthly blessings and in the valleys of Christ's sufferings. That's an amazing gift Paul had. Paul was not dependent upon new and fresh earthly surprises in order to be happy. His happiness was a result of simply belonging to God. But also Paul, much like King David, expected new, fresh spiritual blessings from God every single day. He wasn't going to get by on yesterday's grace. He needed fresh grace and fresh mercy in order to continue to follow the Lord. And when these two things come together in our lives, both being content with what we have and expecting new spiritual blessings every day, I believe we can begin to experience what King David experienced in Psalm 23. The cup of our souls begins to overflow. And when this takes place, something really powerful occurs. We begin to need nothing else from this life than what God gives us. If you've ever been there, you know that's a powerful thing to know, that all I need is what I get from God. I believe the cup that David was referring to was his soul. And his soul was so full from God's blessings, both earthly and spiritual, that David said, my, David said, my cup cannot contain all of these blessings from God. My cup is too shallow and God's blessings are too vast. My cup runs over. But why would God give us more than our souls can contain? Think about that question. Why would God give us more than our cup can hold? Does God waste his blessings by giving us more than we can actually need? And the answer is certainly not. The need is apparent when you understand what God has commanded us to. When God makes our cups overflow with blessings, both earthly and spiritual, and then he commands us to love our neighbors, he knows what he's doing. No one who has experienced both God's faithful earthly blessings and God's daily spiritual blessings can say they are lacking. No one can say that. On the contrary, we have an abundance. And that abundance was not given to us for hoarding our blessings, like we learned about the man in the parable of the rich fool, who had so many blessings that he made bigger barns to store all his blessings. That's not why God gives us blessings. God has given us an abundance, an overflowing cup, so we can take all that excess and share it with those around us. Our cup can spill over into the lives of those around us who are hurting. But not only that, we can give even more than the excess that God gives us. Just like the story of Elijah and the widow in 1 Kings 17. You guys remember that story? The widow sacrificed her only flour, her only oil to feed God's prophet, Elijah. And instead of saving it for herself and for her son, 
So God decided to outbless the widow by never letting her vessels of flour and oil go empty. Her jars overflowed because she trusted God enough to obey his commandment to love her neighbor, who just happened to be God's prophet. These overflowing cups from God in her life put us in the position to be able to think about the needs of others primarily. See, the world, they think about themselves primarily because their cups seem empty. They feel they have to gain more and more from this life to fill up their cups because their cup seems to be lacking. So they look out for their needs and they typically neglect the needs of those around us. But children of God are so incredibly blessed by God that we can do something remarkable. We can love with reckless abandon. We can go on the offense for love all the time because we expect, number one, God will take care of all of our needs. He's promised to. Number two, he's gonna give us fresh grace and mercy every day to do what he's called us to do. And number three, when we seek to bless others, God outblesses us. And that's an amazing thing to know because nobody can outgive God. Did you know that? And every time you try, he wins. If we're in Christ, our cups are running over this very night. Don't listen to the devil who tries to convince us that God hasn't given us enough or hasn't done enough for us. God spent his only begotten son, Jesus, so that we would be forever citizens of heaven and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And he promised to take care of all our earthly needs, even beyond what he does for all the birds on the planet. Remember that promise from Matthew 10? He says you are far more valuable than many birds, and all the birds never go without. And this is all given to us for one purpose, so that you and I can go out there and bless others. Because when we bless others, number one, these two things are true. We trust that the Lord will keep his promises to care for our needs. When I take what God has given me and I go bless others instead of blessing myself, I'm leaving God's blessings to God to take care of my needs. I'm not leaving that to my responsibility. I'm leaving that to God's responsibility. And I trust that the Lord will take care of all of my needs. Number two, we follow the pattern of our Lord Jesus who lived and died in the name of love. And I can't think of a greater privilege than for my life to look like Jesus. And there's a third thing that happens. We show this world that our God is the God who overflows the souls of those who love and trust him. And I really believe the world desperately needs to see contented souls because they rarely to never experience true contentment. When they see contentment, it sticks out. And this world needs to see Christians who love with reckless abandon because there is a God whose blessings never run dry. And we are the children of that God. Our strategy is a simple one. Do not concern ourselves with filling up the cup of our own souls. That's the Lord's duty. And his promise to fill up our cup and even overflow our souls. Instead, let us go on the offense for loving and blessing others proving that we know that love is what defeats the devil and love is what changes the world. See, we need nothing else except Jesus and those blessings which flow from Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Lord, change our tune from God I need more in this life to Lord, show me someone that I can bless with all the excess that you have given me because Jesus has overflowed the cup of my soul Listen to it again from Psalm 23. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Those are promises we can take to the bank. Let us love others with reckless abandon, trusting that our souls will never run dry if we live and act as Jesus calls to live. Thanks for listening to the devotional podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.